Hey, welcome to the KLE podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Great to be with you again today, wherever you are in the world. Hey, leadership thought for today. Genesis 37, 5 says, Now Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. So Joseph didn't have a vision. He couldn't see what lay ahead. I, you know, you've probably heard it and I've heard it how many times they've preached about Joseph's vision, and he didn't have a vision. It wasn't a vision that he had. He had a gift. The gift was the ability to dream dreams and interpret dreams. That's what got him in before Pharaoh, um, the greatest politician or the greatest leader on the earth at that point in time. So Joseph didn't have a vision. He couldn't. He, he didn't have a, a picture of where he was going to be. He didn't have a vision of where he was going to be. He was just happy to be working at home with his dad on the the um, family business. His brothers were out raising livestock. He had this just this incredible gift that he could have these prophetic dreams and the prophetic interpretation of those dreams. So in the life of Joseph, I've been really challenged in my leadership in many areas. And one of the areas that I've been challenged in is that at times I will not have a vision. At times people will not have a vision. Now, as part of your purpose, a vision is very important. I understand that. And, you know, that's what I coach people as an executive coach. That's what I coach CEOs in is that having a Vision as part of your purpose is important is to take your mission, translate it into a vision, to have a picture. But what I've discovered is there are times when people just do not see a vision. They don't see a vision. They just can't see what lays ahead. What do you tell them at that point in time? Well, that they, you know, need to pray more and get with God. They, not, they need to hear from God. But I think sometimes they're just in a place where they are hearing God, but they're not seeing everything right now. Joseph didn't. As we discover and live our purpose, faithful to our gifting, faithful to the gifting and the purpose, the assignment God's given us, we will be influential in our lives and business. That's what I see in Joseph's leadership. Joseph ended up in Potiphar's house as a slave. When he ends up there, he's faithful. He's faithful in a number of areas. He didn't just walk around praying in tongues, reading the Bible. Well, you know, of course there wasn't tongues and there wasn't a Bible, but you know what I'm saying is like trying to make it relevant to today is that he wasn't, he wasn't just walking around, you know, being spiritual, um, you know, because I am from you know, the house of Jacob. No, he, he in fact was faithful in the management principles his dad had taught him running the, the family business back home. His dad, I believe, I doesn't say that, but I, I, when I look at this, I just see he must have learned something from his dad about running a business because he comes into the house. He, he's not just coming in and favored of God and everything just works out. No, he's faithful to something to some principles, to, to some um, stewardship, to some management 
that makes him outstanding. Now, that combined with the favor of God on his life. So as he experiences the Lord's favor in what he does, he's promoted to manager, overall Potiphar's household. And the household of Potiphar, listen, it wasn't just, okay, running a house, you know, housekeeping, keeping it clean. And I mean, it was everything. It was his household. So it was all his investments, his business dealings, everything that ran out of his house. Joseph was in charge of everything, the servants, the, 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 everything that was involved out of Potiphar's house. So he managed everything for Potiphar. He has no dream. He has no vision of anything more than just being free and going back to his family. He couldn't see there, that he would become second in charge of the most powerful nation on earth at that point in time. He couldn't see that. He couldn't see that he was going to be promoted to second in charge, managing a nation. No, he was faithful with management where he found himself, even as a slave, even though he was oppressed. When Joseph is sent to the dungeon, again, he is faithful with his gift and the management principles the stewardship that he had learned, and he applied that. Again, God's favor is on his life, and he's promoted to overall manager of the prison. The warden gives him charge of everything in that dungeon. Now, who wants to be a manager in a prison? But Joseph is faithful, faithful to his gifting, faithful to what he had learned from his dad, Faithful to what he had applied in Potiphar's house and saw it work, he applies it again within a prison. Now it's a, a bigger situation. It's a more difficult situation, but bigger. And he applies himself to that. Again, he has no dream, no vision of anything other than being freed and going back home to his father and his mother and his family and running the family business. He couldn't see at that point in time that he would become second in charge of the most powerful nation on the earth. But he's a faithful steward. He's a faithful manager. He's, he's a faithful steward of what he has learned. He's a faithful steward of his gift and of his character. He's, a, he's taken the management principles, the skills that he's learned with his dad in the family business, and he's applying them faithfully growing in them, developing. He must be developing in them. Just think practically. Don't think religiously. Think practically. This young man that God has sent into this nation has no vision of anything other than, all right, I want to go home, but I'm here now, so I'm just going to be faithful to be a steward of what I know in the midst of this. It's not his ignorance. I think sometimes what we want is God to bless our ignorance. He won't bless our ignorance. God, We want God to bless our incapacity. He doesn't do that. You understand? He, you've got to give him something to work with. 
You become a trusted steward, a good manager of the things around you. If you don't know, learn, grow, develop. But as he is this faithful steward and manager of what he's learned and of his gift and of his character especially, it brings him before the most powerful man on the earth. And as we know, in a moment he's promoted to the prime minister. This never was on his radar. He thought Pharaoh would set him free from this slavery, from this situation in the dungeon, and he'd be able to go home. But God had a bigger purpose for him. He was faithful with the purpose that he had right there, with what he could do, where he was, with what, how he developed what he had learned. He was faithful with that, and God promoted him in the midst of all of that. Managing a nation is not a small feat at all. But the principles never change, whether it's small or whether it's large. Unfortunately, people that cannot manage the small want to manage the nation. They cannot manage themselves, they, but they want to manage a nation, and they don't do so well. They have a vision for themselves, but not a vision for anybody else. I personally believe there was an interaction between Joseph and Pharaoh, not just the interpretation of his dream. There was more than that. It's like, hey, okay, so you can see this is going to happen. What should we do? What do you think sh should be done in the midst of that? Well, Joseph tells him, I think what we should do is we should manage what we have right now for the next season of good times and then keep a good management of that so that when the crisis comes we're able to release and we're able to sustain the nation at that point in time because a hungry nation is a weak nation an economically oppressed suppressed nation is a weak nation so Let's balance out, and he must have shared some insights that he has in that area. Where did that come from? Yes, he had wisdom of God. Yes, he had prophetic interpretation, but he also had those management principles. So in my view, there are times that we cannot see the future clearly, that we do not have a clear vision of what the future looks like. But as we are faithful in the principles of management, leadership, and we go through the management and stewardship process, in other words, we allow that thing to grow and develop in us and we mature in what our understanding is in management and leadership. We grow in the favor and the stature in, in our stature before God. And we reach and walk in the purpose for which we were born in assignment. So we reach for that. We keep applying that where we are right now. Then we begin to see promotion come. And we begin to reach and walk in the greater purpose for which we were assigned. Stay faithful to your purpose. 
where you are right now, as you can see it right now. You might not see everything, but your vision might just be a little vision right now, but that's fine. See it where you are right now. I'm going to be faithful in where I am. I'm going to apply these management principles. My vision is to be the best, to see the best come out of this situation, to see this as an excellent management stewardship of my responsibilities where I am right now. Stay faithful to good stewardship. Stay faithful to your gifts. Stay faithful to good management and leadership principles. And your day of promotion will come. Be a kingdom leader where you are today. Thanks for being with me. God bless you. Have a super day.